You're listening to Tango on the Spiral of Life, a podcast with Coach Anthea Seafield, Transformational Life Coach. Tango on the Spiral of Life is a podcast focusing on life's lessons and celebrating the extraordinary within the ordinary. It is about making your life a passionate dance of light and love as you inevitably move up and down the spiral of life. In today's episode, we will be talking about healing our inner child. The last few weeks, I've been seeing the picture of Kamala Harris, the Vice President-elect of the United States with the shadow of Ruby Bridges. It is a powerful, evocative picture of the rise of women over the ages. However, for me the image resonated at a different level. This image reminded me of how we have to heal our inner child to become powerful and to take up our rightful space within our families and communities. Who and what is the inner child, you may ask. The inner child is a part of our personality that is trapped in our childhood. The inner child could be wounded through traumatic events that happened in our childhood, where we as children did not have the emotional tools or skills to understand and deal with the specific traumatic event. These events can range from losing a parent or family member, abuse of of any kind, be it physical, emotional or sexual abuse. It can include the child being ill or being bullied. Events that bring about a change to the family structure, such as divorce, death or Relocations could also have wounded the inner child. As you can see, this list can go on, as there are many situations that would have been normalized whilst we grew up. However, it could have left dark shadows on a child's mind and life. Because children do not have the emotional tools to understand or address these issues, they try and resolve it through acting out. And when the family does not respond by helping the child to deal with the situation, the marvelous mind that we have tries to help the child by either forgetting about the situation or hiding it deep in the subconscious mind. It is the marvelous mind's way of protecting the child. However, if parents do not pick up that something is amiss and deal with it, this could be hidden from the growing child's mind and later in life could be triggered by similar or other traumatic events. Let me share a situation from my own life about how easy it to miss how easy it is to miss the impact of trauma on a child. 
My daughter, at the age of six, lost both her grandfather and aunt within a period of 28 days. She reacted to the trauma seemingly quite normal. She cried, asked lots of questions at first about where they went and about death in general. We responded with honest age-appropriate responses and after about three weeks she was back to being a chatterbox and happy-go-lucky child. We still tried talking to her about the events, trying to help her to focus on her feelings and understanding what she went through. But we also did not want to push and prod when she looked okay. We, however, did have a discussion with the teachers and asked them to be on the lookout for any signs of trauma. And there was no signs. However, six months later, this happy child started having problems at school with reading and math. And she regressed to a stage in her developmental milestones to about 12 months prior to the loss. We acted quite quickly, got her into trauma counseling, and with the help of a supportive teacher, we helped her to regain her emotional wellness within the next 12 months. Now, imagine this happened 30 to 40 years ago. There would have been very limited understanding of what this child went through, and she would have been told to start acting normally and pull up her socks. I think we can all identify with that. So we see we have a lot of events from our childhood that we went through and we did not have the emotional skills to deal with it. But how do we deal and heal the inner child? The most important the most important element of healing the inner child is to understand that first these wounds can be healed even if it's decades later. It is to understand that we can create psychological safety for the inner child by having empathy and patience with the inner part of ourselves. When we acknowledge the pain we experience and we stop being critical and judgmental about how the inner child should have dealt with the pain, we start acknowledging to ourselves that the inner child acted in a way that was appropriate for that child and for what the child knew and understood. You know, it's funny. Just as we can be judgmental and critical about ourselves as adults, We can be, and are in most cases, judgmental and critical about how our inner child responded to situations because, guess what? We judge from our adult versions of ourselves. A second approach is to communicate love, empathy to the inner child. We must allow the inner child's voice to be heard. You know, the way in which we do it is we do visualizations of 
having discussions with the inner child, and we can use journals. You could actually write to the inner child or also write from the inner child to the adult version of yourself. Writing letters is a great way of accessing the feelings and helping the child to express, you know, the inner child to express feelings and emotions that was not expressed then and then to allow a space for forgiveness and healing. Another technique is to reframe the fears that the inner child is feeling into powerful codes for us as adults. Remember, the inner child did not have those skills. And so when we reframe it, it's another way of addressing the wounds of the inner child. Sometimes these wounds come out as fears. And when we look at the fears that we face as adults, they are in a lot of respects coming from the fears of the inner child. We must remember that the inner child did not have the skills to deal with the fears. So when we reframe the fears into a powerful code that helps us to become powerful and magnificent, we help the inner child to heal and become powerful and magnificent. Working with the inner child can be tough, but it is extremely rewarding. And when we work on the wounded inner child, we actually start having empathy for the adult. And having empathy for the adult is having and expressing self-love. That's our show for today. Please remember to like, subscribe and comment. I love to engage with you. I'm Anthea Seafield, your friend and transformational life coach. Thanks for listening.